Hi, and thanks for rejoining me. Um, probably a little repetitive, but uh, this is Rebecca Rahe, and you're listening to the Interactive Exhibit Design Podcast. Um, you have joined me for episode one, in which I've promised to introduce you to our class, uh, to my interviewees as best I can, and uh, to the structure of this podcast. Um, it is a limited podcast, only eight episodes, not including episode zero, and uh, I've created it exclusively for my interactive exhibit design class. Uh, so I guess the next question then is, what is interactive exhibit design? Sounds pretty obvious. We're going to design interactive exhibits. Um, interactive exhibit design is a studio course. It follows History 9808A, which is digital history, a required component of the public history program at the University of Western Ontario. Uh, we, in that class, um, learned everything that, well, we, we learned a fair amount. We started as in simple HTML, worked on CSS, um, did some work with concordances uh, using XML, didn't really necessarily code for XML, but kind of learned the ins and outs of it, how it works generally, um, and uh, learned basically what sort of sources are out there, things like Project Gutenberg or archive.org. Um, so this studio class is limited to eight to ten students. This year that would have actually covered our entire class. Uh, other years that would be less so. Uh, it would be, you know, approximately two-thirds. Um, and this is actually the first year that it's been separate from the digital history class. Um, in previous years, the digital history class has been a project-based class starting in September and continuing through the entire year. This year, Dr. Trakel decided to try a separate program in order to give us a chance to work on individual projects rather than a large group project and give us a chance to tailor more directly what we learn. Um, to quote his description of the class, uh, he says, History 9832B is a studio course on interactive exhibit design for public historians. Students will learn how to create interactive exhibits through a series of hands-on projects that teach the basics of interaction design, physical computing, and fabrication. Um, and that's literally what we've done. We've all kind of gone to the wind and done projects that are very much, you know, of interest to ourselves. And one of my projects has led me here. Uh, sitting in my computer room with the door closed, listening to my cat desperately try to get in and hoping it's not showing up on this recording, uh, I decided to learn how to make a podcast. Uh, podcasts are constantly becoming more and more popular, especially as kind of the Web 2.0 generation really gets into their social media. Um, my first introduction to podcasts was through my partner, Mikkel Harris. Um, as long as I've known him, he's listened to podcasts like, or watched, I guess, in this case, because Dignation is a vidcast, uh, and Texilla is a vidcast, uh, but he's listened to and watched podcasts as long as I've known him. Uh, one of the first ones I can remember encountering was uh, a ninja one. I, I honestly, now that I'm on record, can't remember what it was called, um, but podcasts are growing more and more popular and more generally popular. Uh, once upon a time, it was only, you know, techies like Mikkel. Uh, and then everybody else was sort of relegated to the YouTube audience, uh, you know, that everyone sort of just like blogging kind of left to the emo teenagers. Um, 
but podcasting is something that is becoming relevant in my opinion, and I felt it was an important skill to try. Um, and also, I got a new computer this year, got a brand new MacBook Pro, comes loaded with iLife Phone 9, and I decided, well, you know, this GarageBand thing, it has a button that says podcast, so let's give it a try. Um, I borrowed a mic from the uh, Niche Lab at UWO. Um, I guess on that note, Dr. Turkel, our uh, supervisor and prof, he also works with Niche um, and runs the Niche Lab. Uh, Niche being the networking Canadian history of the environment. If I'm wrong, someone hit me, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll, uh, we'll leave the spontaneous podcasting in. Uh, if I'm horribly malinformed, well, such is life. Um, and he's opened up that lab to the class for the last few years and, uh, allowed us to do all sorts of things. Um, in the podcast notes, I'll put some links up and you can have a look at what classes in the past have done. Um, this year there are seven of us enrolled. Um, myself, Rebecca Rahe, Megan Arnault, Jordan Goldstein, Dana Johnson, Braden Murray, Tim O'Grady, and Sarah Siriani. Uh, all of us are public history students here at Western. We started uh, we started in September uh, from all walks of life. We've got on that list two people from Alberta, someone from New Brunswick, myself, I'm from Nova Scotia. Uh, Megan and Jordan are both from Ontario. Jordan hasn't come far, he's from London, and uh, Megan is from further uh, east. And Sarah has actually joined us all the way from Utica, New York, which, strangely enough, I say all the way, but it's actually closer than Nova Scotia or New Brunswick, so she's actually closer to home than Brayden and I are. Um, the structure of this podcast, as it's going to follow, it's going to follow with interviews in alphabetical order with my classmates, so it'll go Megan, Jordan, Dana, Brayden, Tim, and Sarah, the way I read them to you. And uh, then I'm going to follow up by answering my own questions and uh, including my own point of view in here. Uh, so again, thank you for rejoining me, and uh, you should hear from me again soon.